trigger warning for this podcast may contain explicit material unlike every other episode we've ever done welcome back my nerdy nostalgic friends to another episode of nerd nostalgia podcast in today's episode of nerd nostalgia you're going to catch Irvin doing a solo episode and bringing you some nerd news of the week Now, it hasn't been too long since we've done one of these roughly a month or so. I try to bring these at least once a month to keep you in the loop to see what's going on around the nerd nation. But before we get into that, guys, please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five star, tell your friends, family, coworkers about it. If you know someone that's going to enjoy the show and the content, please send it their way. This is simply just going to help us grow as a podcast. So please, please, please help us spread the good word. All right, y'all know the drill. Before we get started, here's a quick clip for you to enjoy. I'm Miho Nishizumi, and this is Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. And thanks for stopping by, Panzer Vore. Oh, and fuck you, Brian, with an I. <laughs> Welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you for joining me today on another episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. I am your main host, Irvin, giving you a solo episode and bringing to you the nerd news of the week. A few things to cover. We had, obviously, some big stuff that we've recently covered with Investor Day. I mean, that was absolutely huge. Just That was two episodes in and itself. So we're not going to cover any of that stuff. Maybe a little stuff sprinkled in, but for the most part, we're not going to touch it. So Star Wars recently, things that we discussed, and also Marvel. So Investor Day was huge. A lot of big announcements. Uh, Go back and check those episodes out if you haven't. Before we get started, I want to give a couple shout-outs to some of the people from the Instagram comic book community. Uh, Ben Parker Comics, he sent us a A-OK, a care package of sorts, if you will, and it was just absolutely stunning and awesome. A shout out to Jimmy Jam's Garage Sale for always doing a wonderful mystery box. You are the man, a lot of good stuff. Another couple mystery boxes that I recently picked up were from Comic Big, Comic Big Chris 5280 That's really complex to say, bro. You should probably switch your uh, IG name and handle. <laughs> Anyways, uh, good stuff. It was a spawn run. Got a lot of stuff. But I want to give a big shout out to him because he actually sold me a Ahsoka Tano Marvel First Continuity uh, Mace Windu number 5 first appearance in Marvel Continuity at uh, way below way below fair market value. And so I appreciate that. That's 100% staying in the PC. I'm excited for it. So thank you for that. And finally, a shout out to Rob's underscore fat stacks with an X comics with an X. They did a mystery box run that was just absolutely amazing. I mean, great, great stuff. A lot of things that I'll actually be end up sending to CGC. So thank you to those guys. Um, there's a couple more shout outs that we're going to be doing in the next couple of weeks to people in the community that uh, that we appreciate. And so thank you, thank you, thank you, gentlemen. Y'all are scholars and gentlemen alike. But you're here for some nerd news. So let's get into that, ladies and gentlemen. So we'll start off with a couple things that we did mention before in the past, which is kind of uh, kind of a bummer to, to one of them, you know, leading off with it. The Amazon show, the Amazon original, I should call it, right? Prime video, whatever you want to call it. Utopia, that show was canceled. So... Gillian Flynn's apocalyptic conspiracy thriller, Utopia, which debuted this past September, 
to kind of just like some mixed and not really stunning. It was mediocre reviews at best, but uh, they did not renew it. So I kind of liked the concept of it. I think it might have made, and it probably is, a comic book. I never looked it up, but it would have made a better comic book. I think they would have had more room for growth there, but they canceled it. It was really interesting. Basically, the premise was there is a comic book that essentially kind of foretells the future and you have to like, I don't know, like figure out what it's about and all these nerds, you know, basically there was only one comic made or one, I don't know, book made, if you will. And they had to kind of figure out what they're doing. And then a second underground one was found. And then like the plot just kind of unravels from there. And it's like, you know, vaccine stuff. It's like cancer stuff. It's, it's really crazy and wild and uh, very conspiracy theory. But basically these nerds find it and like it's up to them to save the world. And they're just regular human beings. And so really interesting concept. Uh, didn't quite take off and it didn't super interest me uh, as a whole. Continuing on with some nerd news here, we have a petition to boot old Amber Heard out of the next Aquaman movie. That actually ended up reaching 1.5 million votes for that, which is absolutely wild that that many people are like, get that bitch out of there. A petition to kick Amber Heard off of Aquaman 2 has now received upwards of 1.5 million signatures. Granted, this was back in November, so that could easily be over 2 million now at this point. Now, obviously, this is all following Johnny Depp's Fantastic Beasts exit from their recent court trials. So it's interesting because, you know, should the studios listen to the fans? Will people, you know, protest the movie and not go watch it if she's in it? You could easily replace her with Amelia Clark. I've actually seen that done before, and you would know that the chemistry is there because Call Drogo and our girl Daenerys Targaryen, great chemistry in Game of Thrones. So that would be a wonderful pair to, to do, and I feel like it could be an easy transition because Amber Heard is just meh. Anyways, moving forward, this came back from roughly the beginning of December. We had the big announcement... And you've had to have seen it by now. But Haley Seinfeld, Hawkeye confirmation. Recently, the young and talented actress Haley Steinfeld took to Instagram and posted a picture on her page. Uh, kind of a cryptic picture that said, see you in 11 days. 24 with an air, uh, bow and arrow. So some people believed that it was a teaser coming from her about her Disney Plus show, Hawkeye which is set to release in 2021. Well, as it turns out, that is 100, 1,000% accurate. That is exactly what ended up happening. So we now have actual, and you can Google this, go to Google, type in Haley Seinfeld, Hawkeye, and you could actually see her in the very traditional purple from Kate Bishop. So I'm excited for this. It looks like Marvel is going kind of with the younger route, and they're starting to you know throw out a lot of names out there like America Chavez, um, I, I almost guarantee we're going to see a Wiccan in this WandaVision come out from that show, but we'll see. There's a lot of uh, stuff that they're doing for Young Avengers. A couple other things have been uh, have been cast, and we'll jump into that here in a bit. One of the biggest announcements that I think most recently happened, and again, this was also in December, we had breaking, breaking, breaking news, and it really shifted the industry and caused a lot of slack for this company. But WB announced that all 2021 WB movies are going to be premiering on their platform, HBO Max. 
So WB announced that its entire 2021 films will be heading for premiere on HBO Max, starting with Wonder Woman 1984, which we'll get into that here in a little bit as well. They will still be releasing all the theaters on opening day, but they'll also debut on HBO Max the same day. So this includes big box office hits like The Suicide Squad, The Matrix 4, Dune, Mortal Kombat, Godzilla vs. Kong, and a bunch of others that I'm not even listing off right now. So obviously the big ones from that are going to be Suicide Squad, Matrix 4, and Dune. Especially Dune, man. That, that looks like it's going to be a huge blockbuster success. I'm very excited for it. It just looks absolutely stunning. You have Call Drogo in there, a.k.a. Uh, Aquaman, a.k.a. Jason Momoa which would be my fan casting for Lobo in the DC Universe. I think he was built for that role, but I digress. He's Aquaman, whatever. It is what it is. Anyways, moving forward, we have another announcement. Oscar Isaac is going to star in the Metal Gear Solid movie. A few days old, but important news and rumor. This is definitely old, seeing as how it was back on December 8th that we posted this. According to Deadline, Oscar Isaac is attached to play Solid Snake in a live-action Metal Gear Solid movie. The film would be based on the Metal Gear Solid video game created by Hideo Kojima and published by Konami. Oscar Isaac has been quoted in the clip as wanting to portray this character in the past and hopefully, with his name attached, pushes the film forward. I remember growing up and playing these games and some of the sounds. I, I think I even had it as like text messages for a while there. So Oscar Isaac is the uh, the hot actor right now. He is appearing in everything, including that movie Dune. Uh, obviously, he was in Star Wars. He's been in a lot of different things. So he is the hot commodity right now. Him and Pedro Pascal, both actors that are just the hot ticket from The Mandalorian and Star Wars to other things like Dune and Wonder Woman 1984 respectively. Now, I mentioned Disney Investor Day earlier, so it's only fair that I mention it because it's just absolutely ginormous. Everything that dropped is incredible. Just the Marvel products alone and Star Wars, like I'll, I'll quickly run through it. They announced Ironheart, Armor Wars, uh, Ant-Man, Quantumania, Fantastic Four, Guardians of the Galaxy, I Am Groot, Black Panther 2, She-Hulk, Moon Knight, Captain Marvel 2, Secret Invasion, Miss Marvel, Blade, Black Widow, Thor, Love and Thunder, Doctor Strange, What If, Hawkeye, She-Hulk, already said She-Hulk, Shang-Chi, WandaVision, everything, man, they... Secret Invasion was one of the biggest things that I had from that. There's a lot of good stuff that's coming out. And Marvel's kind of moving into this uncharted territory where they're going to be, you know, doing movies. Obviously, that's their given. But then they're also doing the TV shows. And the TV shows are going to intertwine and connect. Now, obviously, this is a ploy to try to get more people to subscribe to Disney+, Plus, which is a great ploy and a great tactic. However, I'm super curious to see how these shows end up really affecting the, the future of Marvel. So they're on uncharted territory. They do their due diligence. And so I full-heartedly expect that this is going to be a huge success. So anyways, moving forward, moving over to the DC side of things, the DC side of the nerd universe of the nerd news, Zack Snyder confirmed the movie release date, sort of, for the Zack Snyder Justice League, or the Snyder Cut, as we love to call it. So there is a social platform called Vero True Social. Um, it's just called Vero for short. A lot of people are on it. I think I signed up for it, but I'm, I can't quite recall. Probably not. Anyways, 
there's that social platform. Zack Snyder on that platform announced basically in response to a fan's question that HBO Max in March of 2021 will release the Snyder Cut. Now, an ex- and the reason I said kind of earlier was because an exact, st- an exact date is still unknown. So we know March just because he said March, you know, I can't wait for March, blah, blah, blah. And this could still be inaccurate. Um, it could have been taken with a grain of salt, I guess. But I digress. So we're not sure if it's going to be a four-part movie, I guess, or series, or if it's going to end up being a, a full movie. So I think it's it's a really long movie. So I think they're going to end up breaking it into four parts, which I think would be the probably the smarter move just because you can get people to commit on a week-to-week basis, and that guarantees you four weeks of people committing to your social stream, social streaming, to your streaming service. So I think that would be the smarter move. I'm actually super excited for this. I think Zack Snyder's vision is going to be the one that we wanted and needed. And I'm hoping that it sparks something at DC and WB. They, they really need to get their fucking heads out of their asses, man. They have just fucking, uh, I can't even get into it. I've done it before several times and we don't want to go down that rabbit hole. Anyways, Moving on, I kind of did a joke on some people. I put that uh, John Favreau has been hospitalized. And the reason I put this was because the recent news comes from the fact that he is carrying the Star Wars franchise on his back and has severely broken it. Obviously, it was a joke, but that stems from The Mandalorian Season 2, especially the finale. So the last three episodes, last four episodes are absolutely amazing cinematography, uh, film just wonderful. I cannot remember the last time that I was so happy and excited. It was probably when I watched Avengers Endgame in, in the theaters, but for a TV show to to pull the same emotions has been a long time. And so I was yelling and screaming and I was like, no way, no way. I was like, yes. Oh, I know. I, I know when it was. It, no, actually it wouldn't even have been that because I read the books, but it, would, it was the Red Wedding and seeing it versus having read it, I kind of knew the difference, but it definitely garnered a lot of these emotions and, you know, happy, excited, sad, mad. And so in this one, it was all pure excitement and just absolutely amazing work. I'm excited for them. I will announce this and announce it over and over again as many times until somebody from Disney actually listens to me, because obviously give those people the fuck, give Filoni, give Favreau the keys to the fucking kingdom. Let them run the fucking show, man. Give them a triple trilogy. They, uh, they, they have obviously shown you that they're more than capable of doing it. So I think that, uh, I think that they need it. I think it's, it's due. Moving forward, talking about HBO Max. His Dark Materials, season three, on the cusp of season two that just finished not too long ago, has been renewed. So His Dark Materials has been renewed for a third and final season at HBO and BBC. Not that BBC, just regular BBC out in the UK. So HBO and BBC One renewed the drama based on Philip Pullman's novels for a third and final season. The eight-episode season will be the last, and it will cap off the story. Production is said to begin in Cardoff Wells in 2021. However, a specific date has not been given. That could be January, that could be fucking December. More than likely, it's going to be quarter one sometime. So I would imagine March, maybe April-ish time frame. So that's exciting. I will say that I finished that. Season one was kind of meh. 
Season two, significantly better. And I had a conversation with a few guys about this online. They basically came up with the idea that it's because season one set up the base and from there they were able to build. And I'd have to agree. But I think there was just a lot more action. The story was moving forward. So I think season two, way better. And again, I've read the book, so I know the ultimate end. It's been a while, but I've read the books. So I know the ultimate end. And I still remember the books being so much better. And I actually like the Golden Compass movie that came out years ago. Uh, One was very similar to it. Obviously, it's the same plot. But I don't know, something about season two that I think is just a little bit better. And Daphne Keene, absolutely crushing it. I still pray and hope that Sony, or rather, not Sony, Marvel, ends up picking her up as a X-23 for future X-Men films. Instead of going the male Wolverine route, you could do a female version. I think that would be absolutely wonderful. Anyways, continuing on. Oh, man, I completely skipped over the Star Wars portion of Disney Investor Day. So they made so many announcements. Again, I've touched on this. There's a recent full episode dedicated to it. It's 30 minutes discussing what it is, what we think it's going to be, that kind of stuff. But, you know, I have to do it justice and kind of touch on the topic. So some of the things that have been announced are not... Luke, or I guess it is Lucasfilm, but not Star Wars related, is Willow. It's going to be a sequel to the movie that came out, I think, back in the 80s or something like that. It's either the 90s or the 80s. Uh, Let's take a, yep, 1988 film. So it's going to be a direct sequel to that. So I think that's super interesting that they've waited 33 years for that. But, you know, whatever. Sometimes I guess the technology is not there. I don't know. Whatever. It, it It's coming out. Now, moving on to the complete Star Wars stuff. So many things announced. Obviously, The Mandalorian Season 3, because it's a fucking success. Lando, a Star Wars story. That's going to be good. Obi-Wan Kenobi. We knew that's a given that that's going to come out. The one addition to that is that Darth Vader Hayden Christensen is going to be in it. And so I'm super excited for that. I, uh, I'm curious to see how they're going to do it. You have Star Wars Visions. You have The Bad Batch that is basically a spinoff from The Clone Wars. I really do hope that they end up kind of getting a, I don't know. I'm I'm curious to see what they do. My thought was that they could hopefully somehow remove the chip, you know, and that they didn't complete Order 66, or maybe they were smart enough to do it. So I think this is just going to be like their solo missions during the Clone Wars while they were doing their own thing, because we didn't see them till the very end of the seasons. I was hoping a post, you know, all of the Star Wars stuff to, for them to, to have their own run. But it seems like it's going to be in that in-between period. And actually, a recent comic book that came out just recently, uh, comic book, <laughs> a recent Star Wars comic book, just explained the timeline. Go in and Google Star Wars timeline, and it'll pop up. Pop up. They, they made it canon. So, The Bad Batch. Acolyte is another one. Rogue Squadron. Uh, Andor. Boba Fett, or specifically The Book of Boba Fett. Rangers of the New Republic, and probably the one that I am most excited about. Obviously, I talked about her earlier, and it's going to be just Ahsoka. So it's going to be an Ahsoka Tano show starring Rosario Dawson. She is one of my favorite characters from the Clone Wars, and so I had originally seen her in the Clone Wars um, show, and I don't know, it was just great storytelling. Definitely a fan favorite all around, and so... I was excited when I recently finished it because I had started it several times and just could never get through. And finally, I powered through because it is so much content to get through. 
but finally was able to get through it. And um, man, I'm so happy then, glad that I did because it was absolutely wonderful. So continuing on with Disney, we have a rumor. Young Avengers cast in a Disney Plus show. Which Young Avenger? Disney Plus show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier, has been rumored to have cast one of the Young Avengers founding members. Who? Who? Who is it? Patriot. That's who they're, uh, that's who they're thinking is going to be cast in this. So actor Elijah Richardson is rumored to have been cast as Eli Bradley slash Patriot, a.k.a. Patriot, in the upcoming Marvel show, The Falcon and the Winter Soldier. The actor's IMDb page lists his role as Eli Bradley, which is the secret identity of Patriot, the leader of the Young Avengers. Now, knowing we have other characters like America Chavez, Kate Bishop, Cassie Lang already cast, I want to know when we're going to see the rest of the crews pop up. I mentioned Wiccan and WandaVision. Perhaps. Probably. So, it's super interesting. Young Avengers, the comic book itself, Young Avengers 1, is absolutely popping. If you haven't gotten a copy... Do it, like try to get it on the cheap, go dig through the bins, see what you can find. It's uh, it's just been climbing and climbing. And I think that is going to be the future of Marvel. So I definitely foresee that that, uh, that book is going to just keep continuing to climb the charts. Continuing on, ladies and gentlemen, we are rounding out our last three topics here. We are almost done, so bear with me. We're almost done. A recent announcement... The movie that is potentially starring Kevin Hart is scheduled to film in Budapest, Hungary of this year. What movie am I talking about? Did you even know Kevin Hart was going to be playing this? Probably not because I didn't either. Borderlands. Borderlands movie is going to be filming in Budapest, Budapest, Hungary. So Kevin Hart's involvement is only rumored, but it's like a heavy rumor. And you know how it goes with these heavy rumors. I The first post that I ever made on our social media page, on our Instagram, which garnered a whole, I don't know, three likes, two of them being from me, or maybe one of them from me, from my uh, personal page, was Haley Steinfeld rumor about her being in the Hawkeye Disney Plus show as Kate Bishop, aka the second Hawkeye. So I'm, I'm super curious to see what, what happens, but these heavy rumors, you know, his involvement isn't confirmed, but it's been rumored and pretty much set in stone, but not set in stone, right? Take these with a grain of salt, I guess. I don't know. I keep going back on my word of what I'm saying. But yeah, he's supposed to be rolling the soldier. That's going to be the the role he's going to play. And I think because Borderlands is a goofy game from the instances that I have played in it or seen it or videos or whatever the case may be, it's kind of a goofy game. And so I think with Kevin Hart's humor, they could definitely uh, do something there. So now we do have some information about this movie. What we do know is that Oscar... Oscar-winning actress Kate Blanchett will play the role of Lilith from the Borderlands franchise. We also know that the horror filmmaker Eli Roth, you may know him from Hostels, the Hostel series and some other stuff, is going to be the band behind the lens directing. So I think they have a lot of the right ingredients to make a good movie, especially if you were able to get Kevin Hart in it. I'd be curious to see what, uh, what they're able to dredge up for us. Moving on to some Disney Plus news. We're going to cap off with Disney Plus here at the end. We have two things. Number one, and this is right around the corner. We have it debuting in four days from when this episode is debuting. We have WandaVision. So set to debut, Jesus, I cannot talk. Set to debut January 15th. First reactions to WandaVision are 
in, ladies and gentlemen. So the first reactions to the show's first couple of episodes are in. Critics and media that had access to it, early access, have given their two cents. And so far, it's all positive. Delightfully trippy and brilliant. Those are two quotes that you can find online. So that's obviously positive for Disney+. Plus, Positive for Marvel. That, uh, you know, these uncharted territories that they're in, that they're, they're working. You know, they're sailing it. So, super interesting. So, the series, like I said, is set to premiere on Disney Plus in just a matter of a few days on January 15th with two episodes. From there, it's going to go on a weekly basis, one episode per week. And I think that's absolutely what you have to do. Not only will that buy you time until your next content piece. So, in this case, it's going to be Falcon and the Winter Soldier. But, yeah, um, I'm super excited for this. I... Love Vision. I love Scarlet Witch. I, uh, I'm i hoping that they make her a lot more powerful because they've kind of nerfed her in the Marvel series. She's actually the one of the strongest mutants and one of the strongest just characters from the Marvel Universe. So I'm hoping that they do her some, you know, that they do good for her, that they don't nerf her anymore. Moving on, we're going to cap off with a rumor for the year. Kristen Ritter is set to return as Jessica Jones. Yes, that is correct. From the Netflix show, Kristen Ritter possibly coming back. So several websites are reporting that she's going to come back on the She-Hulk show. So it's circulating on the interwebs. Kristen Ritter could return as Jessica Jones on the upcoming Disney Plus show, The She-Hulk, or just She-Hulk. So the rumor originated from the Twitter Inside Scooper Daniel RPK. Now, it's super interesting because Charlie Cox has probably the biggest following of all of those four shows, right? Of, of Avengers, I was about to say Avengers. Of The Defenders, of Iron Fist, of Luke Cage, of Jessica Jones, and Daredevil. The five shows that were on Netflix, which were great shows, minus maybe Iron Fist a little bit. I was, eh, it was kind of meh. It wasn't, wasn't terrible, but it wasn't great either. Of those five shows, it was probably the least favorite. And Defenders, actually, kind of the not, not up there too. Matt put it right in the middle at three. But yeah, um, it's interesting that those rumors have always circulated around Charlie Cox because everybody loved him. You know, save Charlie Cox, bring him into the MCU. Even during the Avengers Infinity Wars, there was rumors that they were going to do like a cameo or something like that, but it never went through. And now the rumor is that this woman, Jessica Jones, a.k.a. Kristen Ritter, is going to be on the She-Hulk show, which is interesting because we all know She-Hulk is yoked, right? And Jessica Jones is also not yoked, but she's fucking super strong. So it'll be interesting to see if they do get her on board and how that is going to play out. Now, if they do, obviously that means Charlie Cox would come because he is amazing. But would that mean Luke Cage and Iron Fist are also going to make their debut into the MCU? We don't know. But it's a really interesting rumor. I uh, I came across it and I was like, oh man, that's super interesting. So I love rumors. I love going down that uh, that rabbit hole. Well, guys, that is pretty much it for the nerd news of the week. However, before we sign off, I want to make sure that you are aware of all the nerdy movies that are coming out in 2021 and 2022 and beyond. So starting off with 1-1, we had Cobra Kai. Still need to do a review on that. That came out on Netflix on January 15th, in four days, we have WandaVision debuting on Disney+. Plus. 2.12, we have The Kingsman. That may have been pushed back. 
on in March sometime, we don't know when, we have the Snyder Cut, the Justice League Snyder Cut on HBO Max debuting. On March 5th, we have three things coming out. On Amazon, we have Coming to America. Super excited for that. Sony is going to debut Ghostbusters. And then on HBO Max, we have Tom and Jerry. So excited for Tom and Jerry. Grew up watching those. On 312, we have two things coming out. One on HBO Max is going to be The Many Saints of Newark. And then a Disney movie, Raya and the Last Dragon. Not 100% clear if that's coming out on Disney Plus or in theaters. From then on, we have two things debuting on March 19th. We have Disney Plus, The Falcon, and The Winter Soldier. And then for the Sony Spider-Verse out in theaters is going to be Morbius. On April 2nd, we have No Time to Die, The 007. On April 9th, Bob's Burgers, The Movie. April 16th, debuting on HBO Max, Mortal Kombat. Super excited for that. On April 23rd, A Quiet Place 2. Sometime in May, The Loki Show on Disney+. Plus. May 7th, Black Widow set to hit theaters. 514, Rumble by Paramount. On April 21st, we have both Free Guy starring Ryan Reynolds and Godzilla vs. Kong debuting on HBO Max. May 28th is going to have The Fast and Furious 9, part of The Fast Saga debuting. One of the final two movies to come out. They have a 10th one coming out eventually. So it'll be interesting to see what that's about because Han comes back. So I want to see how they do it. On Disney, we have Cruella debuting on May 28th. On June 4th, The Conjuring, The Devil Made Me Do It is coming out on HBO Max. June 4th, we have Vivo by Sony Animation. June 11th, Ghostbusters Afterlife by Sony. On June 25th, Venom, Let There Be Carnage, set from Sony and Marvel, kind of team up there. On July 2nd, we have two things coming out. Minions, The Rise of Gru by Universal. And then Top Gun Maverick, starring our boy, Tom Cruise. On July 9th, we have Shang-Chi and the Legend of the Ten Rings. On July 16th, we have two things. Uncharted by Sony, starring Tom Holland. Space Jam, A New Legacy, starring LeBron James. Not hopeful for that movie. On 7.30, we have Jungle Cruise by Disney. Suicide Squad on 8.6, set to debut on HBO Max. The Hitman's Wife's Bodyguard, that's got a lot, a lot to say, uh, starring Ryan Reynolds is going to come out on August 20th. On September 3rd, we have Jackass, and there was some news about those dudes hitting the uh, hospital. Steve-O and Johnny hitting the, yeah, going and being hospitalized for being fucking assholes. But anyways, on 10-1, Dune is supposed to debut on HBO Max. 10-8, Adam's Family 2. 10-15, Halloween Kills. 10-22, Snake Eyes, G.I. Joe Origins. On November 5th, Eternals, the Marvel movie. On 11-19, we have both Mission Impossible 7 and King Richard set to debut on HBO Max. The latter is, that is, King Richard. On 11-26, we have Encanto on Disney. On 12-17, we have Spider-Man 3 with so many rumors. If you don't know them, go back to the last Nerd News and you can catch up on that. On 12-24, we have two movies. Sherlock Holmes 3 set to debut in theaters. And then finally, The Matrix 4 set to debut on HBO Max. Now we have some 2022 and 2023 movies. You can find this on our social media platform, nerd.nostalgia.podcast. It's literally almost on 
95% of all the posts. Every once in a while, I don't, for, I don't remember, but go and look it up. You can see them there. When those dates change, I tend to change them. Sometimes I overlook something. So feel free to comment and like and tell me, hey, Irvin, you missed this date or hey, Irvin, you totally didn't even include this. Uh, that happens sometimes. I'm only human. But yeah, that's going to be the episode, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you so much for joining me on this episode of Nerd Nostalgia Podcast. Please head over to Apple Podcasts, drop that five-star. Tell your friends, family, coworkers, dogs, anybody and everybody about it. Tell them to drop that five-star because it's going to help us grow. You can follow us on Instagram at nerd.nostalgia.podcast. That's going to be it, guys. Thank you so much for joining me. Remember, stay nerdy, my friends.